Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody, welcome to a special edition of Killer. We are going to try to include on a weekly basis a week in true crime news. So, without further ado, Craig, kick us off. Yes, sir. As David said, this is something new that we're gonna we're gonna give a test drive and see how things go. We're gonna try to pick out you know a handful of stories on a weekly basis that are are true crime related and current, and then you know, take things from there and see how things go. And hopefully you enjoy the piece. So I'm going to start killer, less filler. Let's do it. That's right. Okay. (laughs) The first headline comes from oxygen crime news, Jill Sederstrom, June 26, 2020 Kentucky mom killed husband, then her two teens. So they wouldn't grow up without a mother. Courtney Taylor told investigators she killed her husband after he depleted her workers' compensation settlement over several months. A Kentucky mother will spend the rest of her life behind bars after prosecutors said she killed her husband over a dispute about money, then took the lives of her two teenage daughters because she didn't want them to live without a mother. Courtney Taylor was sentenced Wednesday to life in prison without the possibility of parole after entering in an Alford plea to three counts of murder earlier this year, according to the Times-Tribune. Under an Alford plea, Taylor has not admitted guilt, but has acknowledged that prosecutors had enough evidence to convict her in the slayings of her husband, Larry Taylor, 56, and teenage daughters, Jesse Taylor, 18, and Jolie Taylor, 13. The three family members were found in 2017 with gunshot wounds to the head, laying in their beds with the covers pulled up around them, local station WCYB reports. Whitley County Sheriff deputies discovered the bodies after receiving a call to check on the home by a concerned family member. When the deputies arrived at the home, they found no response inside. However, after forcing their way inside, they encountered Courtney, who was aiming a firearm in their direction, according to the local paper. The deputies fired, shooting Courtney twice. The mom, who had worked as a school nurse before the slayings, had initially also been facing two counts of attempted murder of a law enforcement officer for the incident with the deputies, but those charges were dropped as part of her plea agreement. A Kentucky State Police detective testified in earlier court proceedings that Taylor had killed her husband after a $264,000 cash settlement she had received and deposited into account in June had been quickly depleted, according to local station WKYT. Oof, man. Pissing off the the wife after draining her account, man. That's not a good look. Yeah, no doubt. Especially, I mean, it sounds like she had a really decent job as a school nurse and just pushed mm-hmm. her over the edge but i mean oh, dude, how pissed would you be if you 264k just went missing <laughs> good lord i would be pissed but i don't think i would be pissed enough to kill my kids i just well, no, don't not think... kill your kids but the husband hey the husband that asshole yeah <laughs> he might have deserved it hopefully i mean yeah 
I mean, it's it's not like he spent the money and it's anything she gets to keep since she offed him. She's doing life in prison now. Oh, yeah, no kidding, right? All right, moving on. The Associated Press, June 26, 2020. Colorado orders prosecutors to reopen an investigation into the 2019 death of Elijah McLean. Colorado Governor Jared Polis signed an executive order directing the state to potentially prosecute the three white officers accused of killing Elijah McLean in 2019. Colorado Governor on Thursday ordered prosecutors to reopen the investigation into the death of Elijah McLean, a 23-year-old black man put into a chokehold by police who stopped him on the street in suburban Denver last year because he was, quote, being suspicious, end quote. Governor Jared Polis signed an executive order directing State Attorney General Phil Weiser to investigate and possibly prosecute the three white officers previously cleared in McLean's death. McLean's name has become a rallying cry for the national reckoning over racism and police brutality following the deaths of George Floyd and others. Quote, Elijah McLean should be alive today, and we owe it to his family to take the steps to elevate the pursuit of justice in his name to a statewide concern, end quote, Polis said in a statement. He said he had spoken with McLean's mother and was moved by her description of her son as a responsible and curious child who could inspire the darkest soul. Police in Aurora responded to a call about a suspicious person wearing a ski mask and waving his arms as he walked down the street on August 24th. Police body camera video shows an officer getting out of his car, approaching McLean and saying, stop right there. Stop, stop. I have the right to stop you because you're being suspicious. Police say McLean refused to stop walking and fought back when officers confronted him and tried to take him into custody. In the video, the officer turns to McLean and repeats, stop tensing up. As McLean tries to escape the officer's grip, the officer says, relax or I'm going to have to change this situation. As the other officers join to restrain McLean, he begs them to let go and says, you guys started to arrest me and I was stopping my music to listen. One of the officers put him in a chokehold that cuts off blood to the brain, something that has been banned in several places in the wake of Floyd's death. May 25th, under the knee of a Minneapolis police officer and the global protests that followed. In the video, McLean tells officers, Let go of me. I'm an introvert. Please respect the boundaries that I am speaking. These words have appeared on scores of social media posts demanding justice for McLean. He was on the ground for 15 minutes and several officers and paramedics stood by. Paramedics gave him 500 milligrams of the sedative ketamine to calm him down, and he suffered cardiac arrest on the way to the hospital. McLean was declared brain dead August 27th and was taken off life support three days later. A forensic pathologist could not determine what exactly led to his death, but said physical exertion during the confrontation likely contributed. Man, what a a crazy story that is. And one thing I want to point out right here, did you know that the chokehold was something that they have been instructed to use to restrain someone underneath them before this all happened? Is that something that you were aware of that they could do? Or what they were trained to do. I never even thought about it, to be honest with you. So no, I had no idea. Yeah, that's, it it brings a lot of light to their training and things that need to be looked at for sure. And then the fact that he was becoming irrational and the paramedics decided to give you a sedative right on the spot. I didn't know they could do that either. I had no idea they could do that. But I'll tell you this. Here's one thing that I know. You know, in the wake of all of these police brutality videos that are coming out, the police have a lot of work to do to restore their good standing with the communities because what we've been finding out is the police lie to you a lot if there was no video you would get a story from the police that said he resisted he was fighting he quote unquote reached for my gun and then we had to uh you know restrain him and then he died you know or whatever or we fought back and he died or i had to shoot him and he died 
like you get that story so consistently anymore where it's he was reaching for my gun he was trying to kill me i was afraid for my life blah 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 blah. and then you find out that was total bullshit the guy was running away from you and you shoot him in the back or whatever you know like those kinds of stories keep coming out you know police have a lot of work to do to restore their faith in the communities that they serve because they've been doing some not so good things and I don't quite understand why. I mean, say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill it's one thing if someone really is causing a problem that you need to use lethal force i get that but you know we need to we need to shine a light on it to make them better right they're not policing their communities in a way that's appropriate or proportional to the population that they represent right they're definitely targeting african americans and they're more violent with them And anyone who says otherwise, you literally are just being ignorant and intentionally ignoring facts. Okay, moving on to the next story or headline. This is another article from Jill Sederstrom on June 25th, 2020. The article headline is, Case of parents who allegedly use cattle prod to punish kids also involves horrific rape accusations. A teenage girl told investigators that Lance Lowell had raped her at least 150 times and would use the cattle prod hit her, or tie a dog's shock collar around her thigh if she refused to have sex with him, according to court documents in the case. A South Dakota couple accused of giving their children drugs and shocking them with cattle prods has pleaded not guilty to the charges against them. Lance Lowell Long, 36, and Crystal Lynn Long, 40, entered the not guilty pleas in a Minnehaha County Court on Monday to the slew of charges against them, including aggravated assault with a dangerous weapon, abuse or cruelty to a minor, and just distributing marijuana and a controlled substance to a minor, according to the Argus leader. The couple had been accused of giving their four children meth and pot and using an electric cattle prod against them if they weren't listening or obeying commands, according to court documents obtained by local station KELO. Quote, a majority of all the children living inside that residence said that had been used on them numerous times for the last three to four years, Minnehaha County Sheriff's Captain Josh Phillips wrote in the documents. One of the children told investigators Lance had physically and sexually abused her, raping her at least 150 times since she was 14 years old. The teen alleged that if she refused to have sex with him, Lance would use the cattle prod or hit her or tie a dog collar around her thigh to shock her, court documents said. Another child reported he had been hit with the cattle prod when he was 7 years old and that the abuse continued over the last few years. The Minnehaha County Sheriff's Office said the alleged abuse involved a 17-year-old boy, 15-year-old girl, 13-year-old boy, and an 11-year-old boy, the paper reports. Investigators were alerted to the alleged abuse after someone in the house called police, according to the local station. The couple was arrested after fleeing to Oklahoma. Yikes. Dude, that is terrible. Oh my god. 150 times? What a sick pervert. And absolute disgusting sack of shit human being yeah we talked to that first article like you know why would you kill your kids over money but then you look at this and 
just the depravity of some people is just amazing to me. I, I don't understand it. I don't, I, I, I just don't know why you have children if you're, if your mental state of mind is like that. And maybe it's not even your mental state of mind. Maybe that's, you think that that's right or that you're allowed to do that because you're, they're your kids, but that is just absolutely. I want to know what happened to those people in their childhoods that made them be this way because this is not normal behavior. No doubt. And I, it just makes you wonder if they've ever killed anybody because I can totally see them killing somebody with something oh, as terrible point. as this. Absolutely. Yeah. Disgusting human being people. I mean, I, ugh, disgusting people. They just need to, they need to be executed. Honestly, yeah. Never you should just shock them with cattle prods every single day, every minute of every day. Just, they just get cattle prodded. I'm glad you say that because what do you think? Do you think people would still continue to behave in this manner if they knew that there was eye for eye justice? Yes. People have this stupid feeling that they're like above everything else and nothing's going to happen to them. That's why they do this in the first place. It's all about control and just dominating other people because you feel so insecure about yourself. There's something so deeply rooted in your, in your makeup that you feel like this is okay. You justify it somehow. Cause like you and I don't do this to anybody. I don't spank my kids, (laughs) let alone go cattle prodding them. You know, like I just don't believe in it. I couldn't imagine hitting hitting my four and a half year old. Like, it just couldn't. I'm way bigger than he is. I would right. just destroy that kid, you know. And what's that achieve? What he's scared of me now? Cool. I mean, yeah, I wish he was scared of me sometimes because he is pretty defiant. But Jesus Christ, like, <laughs> yeah, not that way. My God. All right, and I believe this is our last article of the day. Sharon Lynn Pruitt, June twenty fourth, twenty twenty. The title is Dispute Within Illicit Seven Deadly Sins Club Led to Mass Murder in Alabama, Authorities Say. The so-called Seven Deadly Sins Club was allegedly involved in illegal activities, but authorities have revealed few details about them. Discord with the clandestine club known as the Seven Deadly Sins led to a shooting in Alabama earlier this month that killed seven people, authorities said. John Michael Legg, 19, and Frederick Allen Rogers, 22, were arrested on capital murder charges during a drug traffic stop in Oregon on Sunday after fleeing to Marion County from around Huntsville, Alabama area, CNN reported. The two men were in connection with the deaths of seven people who were found fatally shot inside a burning home on June 4th. During a press conference on Monday, local authorities referred to the murder as horrific, but said that they don't believe the incident poses a threat to the general public. While a motive for the shooting at first seemed unclear, authorities have since said that Leg and Rogers were members of a club called the Seven Deadly Sins. The shooting was related to a dispute among the members. Investigators believe that Leg and Rogers killed the seven victims, four men and three women, because they were, quote, doing away with the club, end quote, Morgan County Sheriff Ron Puckett said on Monday. This was probably one of the ways they were going to wipe the slate clean, if you will, he said. The victims were identified earlier this month as Tammy Muzzy, Jeremy Roberts, James Bedford, Emily Payne, Roger Jones Jr., William Hodgen, and a 17-year-old girl who was not named. Of the seven victims, Jones, Roberts, and Benford were also members of the illicit club, along with a seventh member who has not been identified. While it is currently unclear what the purpose of the club was, authorities said that the members were involved in illegal activities related to drugs. Leg and Rogers were arrested without incident and are currently in custody at the Marion County Jail as they await extradition back to Alabama. Marion County Sheriff's Office said the pair who do not have a criminal record believed to have fled Oregon because they have relatives in the area, according to authorities. It's not clear if either of the men have attorneys available for comment. Well, 
I didn't even know there was a Seven Deadly Sins Club. No, I didn't either. And I think that this could potentially turn into a more a, a more in-depth case down the road once more details come out of it, for sure. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what all they uncover as we move on uh, throughout these next few few weeks here because there's a lot of stuff that's going on in that case. You can just tell. Yeah, a lot. The, yeah, the, the more people, the more suspects, and the more victims, there's always there's a lot to uncover there. Definitely. All right, well, that's it for this week in True Crime News. If you have any suggestions, if you have any articles you find during the week that you'd like to send to us, please feel free to hit us up on our social media. That's at Killer Podcast on Twitter. That's at Killer Podcast on Instagram. That's at Killer underscore podcast on Twitter. Or hit us up with killerpodcast at gmail.com and send us an email. If you could, like, rate, and subscribe. And or support us through our anchor.fm forward slash killer podcast forward slash support page where you can donate monthly to us. We appreciate all of you fine folks listening and have a wonderful day. Stay safe. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.